Uh, let me tell you about uh, AMAC. AMAC is de- is counting on you and defending you when you stand up to the woke mob. Otherwise, we are going to be kneeling before them. We need groups like the Association of Mature American Citizens, or AMAC, and they are calling on you to help them combat the indoctrination of our children and grandchildren at school. They need your help fighting for the integrity of our elections. They need your help protecting our constitutional rights, including freedom of speech, religion, and the right to keep and bear arms. Ben Franklin said, we all better hang together. We'll certainly hang separately. This is why I ask you to become a member of AMAC. Uh, You'll gain access to a wealth of money-saving benefits. Uh, You know, if you're uh, a mature American like I am, uh, you'll also be joining an organization that is firmly committed to standing up to the left's radical agenda. Let's all hang together. Stand with more than 2 million patriots. Join amac.us slash becknow, A-M-A-C. goodness there is some absolute true believe every word uh article that is out today from the babylon b apparently emperor palpatine has made a new push for blaster control to in his effort to bring peace to the galaxy he said we live in a world where the common rogue feels he can just shoot first whenever he feels like it and this violence has to end He also was dismissive of the idea that people need blasters in case they have to overthrow the empire if it turns into some tyrannical uh, empire. He said, this is ridiculous. The idea that a rebellion armed with blasters could do anything about us. You need your own armored planet-destroying super weapon to match the strength of our Death Star. You have to have X-Wings, you know, and they couldn't even scratch the surface. Abandon all hope and rise with us, never against us. Well, um, that's weird. Uh, I believe that story to be true, uh, just like the New York Times believes everything the Babylon Bee uh, writes. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird. We're having a hard time believing the New York Times. They're having a hard time not believing the Babylon Bee. Something's just not right here. But I digress because we have a very important show today. Today, we're going to talk about Creepy Joe and his creepy whispering speech yesterday. Yeah, that and so much more coming up because it's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. Do you think it would be more effective? If I spoke like the president about mowing the lawn, because I wrote the bill that says, take your mowing game to the next level, take it to the highest level. And by the way, I'm going to do something very controversial. I won't sign anything that half of America 
wants me to sign because the other half of America won't give us all the money we want and so I'm holding that half of America hostage I won't sign a bill unless you give me much much more money Wow, that's a crazy idea. Look, um, Hustler Turf is has been making zero-turn lawnmowers. Um, Joe Biden can't uh, drive one of these things uh, because uh, he, he prefers a full flip-flop. Even though you can zero-turn, it's almost like a flip-flop. It's not quite the flip-flop that Joe Biden likes. Anyway, um, they invented the zero-turn mower, and they know better than anybody else it's the best mower on the market. I want you to look at a Hustler Turf. Check out the new 2021 Raptor series. It's built for people just like you, just like me, with less than three acres. So do yourself a favor. Visit one of over a 1,000 nationwide Hustler dealers and take a hassle-free test drive today. They'll help you select the right lawnmower for your application, and they'll be there if anything happens and you need service way down the road. Find your local Hustler dealer at HustlerTurf.com, over a 1,000 nationwide, so there's probably one close. Go to HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. Stu, did you see the president and his speech yesterday? Yes, I did, Glad. I don't know why he was whispering. Because he was on TV, so it wouldn't be kept a secret. He's well, insane and dramatic. And pretty much <laughs> senile. <laughs> So is that what it is? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so here he is uh, yesterday in his speech, cut five, talking about labor shortages. I'm not being critical, y'all. I really mean this. It was legitimate questions you're asking me. Asking me, well, you know, yeah. guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. What? What? Pay them more. Ugh. Oh, okay. I was so hung up on his so, whispering uh, in this clip that I didn't actually yeah, I process what he was saying. Um, no, I know. What he's saying is, and because he follows it up with, I just, I gave them, I gave them the opportunity. This is their chance to negotiate. Now, as an employer, I couldn't hear that because he was whispering. But all the people that want them uh, want to, to make more money at a job like, for instance, in Texas, there is a fast food restaurant that is now paying teenagers fifty thousand dollars to manage the restaurant. Mm. That's because Joe Biden, he gave them the opportunity to negotiate more. <laughs> Glenn, I went to I was went to a sports bar here in Texas uh, recently that I like, mm. and they've started closing mm -hmm. at nine o'clock at night for a sports bar. Now yeah. you may notice many sporting yeah. events occur in the evening where mm -hmm. you're supposed to watch them at the sports bar. So I finally, mm -hmm. you know, I got into this place multiple times. I couldn't get in because there was over an hour wait. Finally got into this place because I wanted to take my son there, and we're sitting in watching uh, the games. And I asked him, I, the waiter, I'm like, why are you guys closing at 9 o'clock? They can't get anyone.
to work at the restaurant. So they can't stay open their normal hours. And there is a giant sign, Glenn, in the restaurant that says they are paying people 20 to $24 an hour to work on the backside of this restaurant right now. They're offering huge uh, signs everywhere. They're not the only ones. I mean, Muya's right around the corner, which makes uh, hamburgers uh, in uh, in the Dallas area. Oh, they're so good. (laughs) They close like at eight o'clock. They can't get anyone, anyone to show up for work. What do you think that's going to do? That's going to enhance the push for uh, AI. Mm -hmm. It's just I mean, we're we're just you're not going to get a job. You're just not going to get a job. If, you, if we keep this up and it's Joe Biden. But wait, there's there's more creepy things that Joe Biden said yesterday. I got the cut six one point nine trillion dollars relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. This is an employee's. Employees bargaining chip now. What's happening? I don't know what's happening. I don't think you really know what's happening. Uh, Joe Biden had to be reminded, hey, you might want to address the huge tragedy in Florida. Here's what happened when he tried to walk away from the podium and uh, his vice president, what's her face, uh, decided that, uh, Mr. President, you forgot something. I, I think I should remind you. I've got to get a helicopter. One more. Mr. President, will you travel to Florida, sir? Can we ask you about Florida, what you've learned? And what oh, yes, have. I apologize. Yes, thank you, my president. Uh, I've spoken with, coincidentally, <laughs> the mayor of Miami-Dade, who was in my office yesterday. Yeah. I wish he would whisper it. I didn't pay attention to it enough when he was just saying it out loud, you know. By the way, um, it, we now find out this is actually all part of an old people's pentatonics uh, sort of uh, group. Uh, cut seven, please. What's up, everybody? Cut seven. Today we're doing beatbox ASMR. So beatbox is the art of making music with your mouth. That's a lips, tongue, teeth, everything in between. So everything you're about to hear is 100% vocals. Let's go. I got them. I got them. $1.9 trillion relief. I wrote the bill. On the environment. I wrote the bill. Guess what? weird this is not the first time he's done this by the way this is a biden like tick this is him saying like i'm i'm actually you know this is him bragging he's saying how wonderful he is that he got 1.9 trillion dollars from whom exactly i I, congratulations for taking someone else's money and or printing it Uh, what what an incredible achievement uh there well, I mean, Stu, I taking other people's money. What a way to spin that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to do it. OK, he's not going to do it. Um, he says that he will not sign this infrastructure deal without a tandem bill for more taxes. 
Oh my gosh, no. So he's not going to sign the infrastructure deal unless we have more taxes? Yeah. And there needs to be a budget reconciliation bill on the on the table as well at the same time. Otherwise, he won't sign the infrastructure bill. Let me just let me just say to the GOP. Good. Good. This is good. Now don't move. Don't negotiate. No. We don't want an infrastructure bill. We don't want it. Stop negotiating. But uh let me just let me just hear if I can hear the Republican party. Yes, there listen, you can you can you can hear them. We are going to do it anyway. We're going to negotiate because Instead of actually having a spine and standing up for what we should be standing up for, we're actually kind of in on all of this, and we like the spending. So we're going to negotiate, and it will we'll negotiate, and it won't be quite as bad, but it will be really, really, really bad. Oh, did you hear that? Because I, <laughs> I did. Man, I thought I heard the... Well, yeah, that's and, weird. And Glenn, like, there's an argument to be made. Let's just say there's a world, right? Where you say, okay, you guys want to spend $2 trillion in infrastructure. What if we give you, you know, $1 trillion in infrastructure? And in return for that, we'll mm-hmm. come along on the bill. Mm-hmm. In return for that, you don't, you know, Joe Manchin says, I'm not going along with the $5 trillion of additional spending. And even though I don't trust Joe Manchin, at least there's an argument to be made that, okay, we cut the maximum amount of spending by a decent amount, and even though we went along with some stuff we didn't agree with, okay, we got something out of it. What are they getting out of this? They're saying in advance they're going to spend another $5 trillion if Republicans go along with I this. Know. Why on earth would you go along with it? Right. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. It's probably those uh, damn lentings. Is that how you say it? I learned I learned a new word from Joe Biden in the speech yesterday. Uh, please play this. There's a reason why it's been harder to get African Americans initially to get vaccinated because mm-hmm. they used to be an experimented on. Mm. The Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, no, not, not the Tuskegee Airmen. Wow. People no. have memories. No, Tuskegee experiments. People have long memories. It's awful hard as well to get mm. Latinx vaccinated as well. Why? <laughs> They're worried now, that they'll be oh, vaccinated and deported. Stop. stop oh, my stop. God. There's so much wrong. Latinx. That is uh, the new brand of Kleenex. Yes. Uh, except they're made for Hispanic people. It's the, the new Tissues Latinx. For Hispanics. Tissues. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tissues for Hispanics. Uh, you'll see I'm, I'm holding a oh, Kleenex man, so box funny. now. And you notice that the tissues are white. These tissues will be more of a Latin flavor color. Mm. Uh, the new Latinx. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh and gosh, the, we should all. We can't just let him slide with the fact that he said the Tuskegee Airmen were the ones. What? No, no, they were not the they ones. They were experimented. experimented on. Yes, while they were fighting, <laughs> no. they were experimented on. It was the hey, Tuskegee he's got a long memory. Uh, the Tuskegee experiment, which, by the way, <laughs> the doctor who ran the experiment was black, and the head nurse mm. who ran the experiment was black. But that's a totally different right. situation on these racist experiments oh my gosh. Uh, being done oh by these gosh. black well, doctors and nurses. Uh, but no, that's not the why you have. 
That's why you have a hard time getting African-Americans to eat at the Tuskegee uh, um, McDonald's because they know that they were experimented on in fast food restaurants. No. Uh, Anything Tuskegee, the old town, all of it, any history, anyone from Tuskegee, if they're white, they're probably doing experiments on you right now. Mm. (laughs) And you don't even know it. Wow. But the the Latinx, they know. I can't... Latinx. He has no idea what he's even talking about. He was sounding that word out, Latinx, because he's never said Latinx. Hey, and he's from that part of the area in the country, you know, where people talk about Latinx all the time. You yeah. know, hey, look at over there. What a hot Latinx she is. Huh? She's got those tassels <laughs> on her babuzas. <laughs> and uh, I like it when the Latinx dance for me. By the way, you know who what? else has never said the word Latinx? Anyone who's Hispanic. No one has ever <laughs> 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 One time. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. You know, trial packs are a great idea, a great invention. I love the idea where a company is honest enough to tell you, hey, this might not work for you. So we don't want you to spend a lot of money. Just try this out. Uh, that is that I think that's what I one of the things I really like about Relief Factor. And I almost said the main thing I like about Relief Factor, but the main thing I like about Relief Factor is it works. It gets me out of pain. Now, it will get 70 percent of the people. Generally speaking, that's what the numbers are. People, 70 percent go on to order more after the trial period. So why would you do that? I know I'm not going to. Hey, you know what? This product didn't work for me. I've got to order some more. They're telling you, don't do that. If it's not working in 30 days, it most likely won't work for you. So try Relief Factor in the three-week trial pack. It's $19.95. If it's starting to work for you, take more. Because you'll see a difference in your life like I have. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800 It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We have that that uh, great guy. I know nothing about him, uh, but we're going to find out about him because he was so great in Bucks County at the school board meeting where he just... He unleashed with facts uh, on freedoms and our Constitution at this meeting. We played his audio yesterday. I'll play it again in a second. But he's going to be on with us. Bill O'Reilly is also coming on with us. The doctor that is being banned everywhere, but he's the guy who uh, actually uh, created the uh, RDNA process. Uh, he's going to be on with us to talk a little uh, something, something. And we might have a special surprise on uh, Kamala Harris's border visit today. All coming up on today's program. Stu, I I only have time, really, I think, for one story. Um, and I, you know, you, I, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Some of these stories are true. Some of them are not. Hmm. But uh, let's start there. Which of these headlines are true? Exorcism at the Home Depot lumber aisle. 
uh, FAA program urges to move to more gender neutral terminology, canceling the word cockpit. <laughs> um, Brandeis University warns students not to say picnic or rule of thumb because of the racist background or Glenn Beck to deliver a passionate monologue in defense of Britney Spears. Mm, wow. Which one is which one is which one's true? Which one's true? I know one of them is true, which is there was an exorcism attempted at a Home Depot. That one. Yes. Shockingly. That one is true. Is that was true. true. Um, yes. I the the Glenn Beck Britney Spears thing I'm I'm very interested in. Um, mm-hmm. Which one isn't true? Yeah. It, which one isn't true? I mean, the the cockpit one can't be true, can it? Can't be. <laughs> FAA. FAA Administration Advisory Group is urging the agency to replace words like airman and cockpit Mm. with gender neutral terms like aviator and flight deck. Now, when I think they said cockpit, I don't think that that's what they meant. Hey, (laughs) let's get some Latinx over here in the cockpit. I don't think that's what they were doing. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, Research shows, they said, that the utilization of gender-neutral language can lead to a more inclusive environment that draws more people to the industry and helps keep them there. I know I was a flight steward uh, early on in my career. I I had to wear the hot pants and everything. And I thought, you know, I just can't do it because they're, they're using the words like airmen and cockpit. And every time I hear that, I think, oh, yes. I and then I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so uh I think it's true. I think it's true. More inclusive, you know, flight deck. Uh and for the absolute literal, it will clear up a lot of misunderstandings. Uh because one day I just showed up uh right there on the flight deck and I wasn't wearing any pants and I was like, What? What is the problem? <laughs> Wait. I'm here. I came. So I, which what? which one is false? Do you give the answer here? Oh, none of them are false. <laughs> none of them are false. None of them are false. And wait until you hear the passionate defense of Britney Spears. That's coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. Tyler wrote in and said, Craig was very helpful, helpful in securing me a lower interest rate for a refi. He said the entire process was quick and easy. I was contacted quickly. My questions were answered and I was able to defer two months of payments and the closing was a breeze. They came to my house. I didn't have to go to them. That's Tyler's experience. That's been my experience. That's Pat, that's uh, Stu's experience with American financing. You will save money. If there's any way to make it happen, American financing will make it happen, and they'll do it the right way. The, um, you know, I didn't take on American financing at first because I didn't, I didn't trust mortgage companies and banks, you know, because I saw 2008 coming. I said, you know, I'll talk to you about advertising on the program after the collapse. Let's see how your people fare. 
Well, they fared very well. They didn't have problems because they worked for you, not the bank. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. At BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Not only do you get Glenn TV and Studios America, you also get Latinx superstar yes. Sarah Gonzalez on the news and why it matters. Check it I out. love her. Welcome to the program. It is Friday. Bill O'Reilly is with us in just a few minutes. I can't wait to hear him talk about all the crazy things that have happened this week. One of the highlights, at least of my week, was listening to a guy. Um, he's a former member of the Pensbury, Pennsylvania School Board. Uh, he spoke up about the draconian uh, moves that the school board up in Pensbury was was taking to silence free speech. I want you to listen to a part of this, and then I'm going to introduce you to Simon. Now, you snowflakes apparently have a bigger problem with public comment. It seems to me that you think you can supersede the United States Constitution. Well... I've got news for you, school board president Benito Mussolini. Your power does not supersede that of the U.S. Constitution and the First Amendment rights of the citizens of this great nation. Let's be very, very clear who has the power. Mr. It is Campbell, not government policy. Do not warn me or do not interrupt my time. That if, if you, you interrupt my time, personal insults do not like that interrupt again, my or time. This is my comment, not your comment. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, just, the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This is the First Amendment. Well, this guy is I will, incredible. I will, caution you, I will caution you, solicitor. There is a video camera to my left. If you edit this tape, then you're going to have a big legal problem on your hands because my right to critique your fascism, which is what this is, is constitutionally protected. There are emails, public record emails, in which the director of equity is lobbying and advocating for public comment to be censored in this school district. And you know what? Okay, stop. This, I understand, and I'm going to bring Simon Campbell in. Hello, Simon. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. I want you to know that I'm very calm today. I've had my cup of tea, so I should be good. <laughs> you were fantastic, but tell me if this is true. I have heard that that was spur of the moment. You didn't have any planned remarks. This happened because you talked to a mom in the hallway before the meeting started. Is that true? That's absolutely correct. You can tell I was not reading off of a script. I'm known locally as a little bit of an activist, a loudmouth, but I, I was talking to this everyday mom in, in the entranceway of the school board meeting. She had wanted to speak at the earlier meeting in May, but she, but she had witnessed 
the thuggery that had taken place at that meeting. And we're trying, by the way, we're trying to get the tape of that meeting because apparently it's even worse than what happened with me, where the school solicitor, who's supposed to be the taxpayer funded council, is the one doing the dirty work of these radical fascists. When I say dirty work, shouting people down, saying you can't speak, and then editing and cutting the tape of the school district's meeting. So she told me in the, whole, in the entranceway, she was too in- intimidated to speak at, at the meeting the month before. And she's an ordinary everyday mom, too intimidated in this country to express your views to the government. And I said to myself, right, they've got it coming. And that's kind of what happened. Holy cow. And uh, just... Uh, this doesn't sound like a Brooklyn accent uh, in, in knowing that I think that your favorite politician was Margaret Thatcher. Um, you're from the UK. How long have you been here? And do you realize you probably know more about freedom than the average American? Well, I- I've been here since 2004 and I was naturalized in January 2009. And I always make the point. That day when I was naturalized, there was about 60 of us in Philadelphia uh, from over 30 countries, many of whom had tears in their eyes. Their family members and friends were there. And you really get a sense in that room of what it means to be an American. And so I always think about that moment when I'm mouthing off like I did at the school board meeting, that here you have people who have escaped from, you know, knows what kind of countries they're finally free. So, you know, for me, I was born and raised in the UK. My favorite politician of all time is Margaret Thatcher. Uh, As my parents would say, you can't say her name without raising the glass, you know, raise the glass. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was was on that school board and, you know, I got hammered because I wasn't the biggest fan of the teachers union. And I just took it in stride because that's what you do in America. You're a public official. You know, they called me the bastard child of Margaret Thatcher. I thought it was the greatest compliment ever. So you know, snowflakes, they don't like it. <laughs> so um, tell me your stance on what is is happening there beyond the why are they why are they trying to hide things from the public? Why are they trying to silence? What is going on in your community? Well, I, I th- there's a local activist uh, group of parents, I, I guess, that are upset around um what's become known as critical race theory, all these books in this curriculum. And um, mm-hmm. the, the school district has, has promoted someone to this position they call director of equity, diversity, and education. Mm-hmm. I think that's a ridiculous job title. I don't mm-hmm. know what these job titles mean to me, you know. But anyway, they were all upset <laughs> about the proposed book. Well, it just sounds like a load of bollocks to me. And by the way, that's not a rude word because yeah. it comes from my favorite album. But... Um, they were all upset about this, and I, I, it was, I, I came along, and, um, and they were telling me about how they were being shouted down um, in the May meeting, the one that we haven't got the tape for. Apparently, the school solicitor was, was saying things like, you're not allowed to say critical race theory. Now, we're trying to get the videotape of this. So this thuggery is going on, and I show up at this sort of parent's house ahead of the school board meeting, and I said, okay, well, what you, what you all need to do, and we're kind of going over the tactics, speak at public comment. They're not allowed to shut you up. They can't silence you. This is America. You know, I sort of like trying to help out with how to deal with these people. So I don't know why they are cutting the tape. So if you go to Pensbury School District's website for the May meeting and the March meeting, they've literally cut out uh, speakers who spoke at public comment on this issue. Cut them off the tape. 
I'm just like, I have got images in my head of 1930s Germany, burning books, banning speech. And, I, and it, for me personally, before I even get into the critical race theory debate, I, I'm in, we've got fascists in my local community head thinking, you, you know, and so I just got all riled up on the First Amendment side of it. But clearly they don't want to discuss so, I mean, on this, otherwise they wouldn't be kind of the table. Some people would hear you call somebody fascist and they'll say, okay, that's overdramatic. Why are you using that word? Well, because they are. If you, we have emails. I put them on my YouTube channel. The director of equity, th this is the lady that crafted a press release behind the scenes. We, we got all the information behind the right to know law inside the government where a, a citizen had spoken in March very soft-spoken citizen, not a loudmouth Brit like me, just against the policy agenda, right? And this director of equity, the tolerance lady, goes to the school board president and the superintendent and says, that guy's a racist. The way that he spoke at public comment in March was like a racist dog whistling. Here's how we need to shut him down and others like him. And, and I think it would be good if the school board president put out a public statement. So the public statement from the school board president going out to the whole community, basically accusing this guy of being a racist when he isn't. I've met him. He's a lovely, but nice bloke. And I'm sitting, watching this going on. How can you have a society, a freedom, a place called America, where the government is itself issuing press statements that literally say, if you come down and speak against us, we're going to shame you. We're going to name you. We're going to call you a racist. We're going to put out public press statements, and we're going to cut you from the videotape. Now, if that's not fascism, Glenn, you tell me what is fascism. Simon, why did you come to America? And what are you, what are, what's going through your mind as you're watching your new country now go down this path? Um, well, I came to America because my wife's from Brooklyn and she married, she, we met in England and so she, she brought back a permanent souvenir. So, um, <laughs> when I came, <laughs> well, I, um, I, I just go back to the naturalization ceremony. That's where you get a sense of what America's about. That's where you get, because they give you this book, um, at the ceremony, you know, and, and it said something. I always remember this one quote, this is former president's of america and they give you these quotes these inspirational quotes and the one from reagan stood out to me the most he said something like you can uh, move to france but you'll never become a frenchman you can move to italy but you'll never become an italian he said that anyone from any corner of the world can move to america and become an american and i think that that quote sums it up for me because america is about a set of ideals it's not about who you are, what you look like, what your immigrant background is, what your skin color is. It's about an idea, and the idea is freedom. And so when I see the most repugnant attack on freedom in my local community, and I can tell you, this has riled everybody up in, in my community. Well, I guess it's gone viral now. I mean, I don't even, I, quite frankly, my head's spinning with this whole thing. I didn't, I've got like, you know, 100 people on my YouTube channel. I put this up there, and my daughter's like, Dad, you're at 1.2 million on TikTok. <laughs> what? Wow. 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 Well, I think people are thirsty for it. Um, real quick, uh, can you speak directly to the parent 
or to the American that is still perhaps on the sideline wants to stand up, but they just don't want to. They don't want to face this. They don't want to be a part of it. They don't want. The, they're afraid their kid will be singled out or or whatever. Talk to that person yeah. for a second. Yeah. The, the thing I would say is take 10, 20, 30 of your friends with you and do not back down and videotape them. Most public school boards are, are required to be open to the public. And in, in Pennsylvania, I'm sure in other states, you can video record these people. And when you actually show them what they're doing, silencing microphones, telling people you're racist, when, when ordinary Americans see the government behaving that way, that's when it's no longer a conservative liberal issue. That's when it's, are you American or not? And I think that ordinary citizens, take your cell phones down, go, 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 go hunt in packs, if you will. You know, take 10, 20, 30 people there. We probably had 100 parents at my, that school board meeting, most of whom had never been to one before. And I think there's just power in numbers because no matter what one's position is on a policy, when the government is silencing people, intimidating them, um, that's when that's when the radical left lose mainstream America. Simon, thank you so much. Uh, I hope we get an opportunity to speak again. Thank you for what you're doing in your community. And and I'm proud that you're an American. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Glad. You know, Bill O'Reilly wrote an entire book called Killing the Mob, which is about gangsters going to the mattresses. You know what I'm saying? He talks about it all the time over and over again. Well, I, for one, enjoy going to the mattresses. Uh, one in particular. I mean, actually, it's anyone that has the My Pillow and the Giza Dream Sheets on it. Oh, the My Pillow mattress topper. Huh? I like going to that mattress a lot. We'll ask Bill O'Reilly about that mattress. Did he cover that in his book? I don't think so. Right now, you can get a standard or queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. These things are normally about seventy bucks, so it's a forty dollar savings. And kings are only five dollars more, and it comes with a sixty day money back guarantee. So you don't need to take my word for it. You check it out. If you don't like it, send it back. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, which are fantastic. The MyPillow mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Do choose your news. I've added a new headline. First, Glenn Beck to deliver passionate monologue in defense of Britney Spears today on the Friday exclusive Blaze TV. Story number one. I'm interested in that. Okay. 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 Uh, Story number two. Exorcism in the lumber aisle at Home Depot. Uh, Brandeis University warns students not to say picnic or rule of thumb because of its racist roots and the new story world-renowned ice cream connoisseur and general fat pig glenn beck a contestant in an ice cream eating contest today today 
Wow. Now, this is different Today. than your normal at-home single-person oh, yeah, ice cream yeah. eating contest that you have daily? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Wow. That's pretty fascinating. I wouldn't mind hearing Which about story that. story do you want? Yeah, uh, that one? Yeah. Let's hear. What, what do you mean you're in an ice okay, cream right, eating so, contest? So, I was called by my good friends at uh, Brooker's uh, Founding Flavors, oh. ice, my favorite ice cream place in the world. Uh, and I have tasted ice cream all around the world. Um, and they're having a, a big, uh, they're introducing the new, I can't remember what it is, but it's a Liberty Bell turned upside down um, into like this really good 13, you know, colonies, 13 scoops of ice cream, four different toppings. And I mean, it's just incredible. Mike Lee is going to be there. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, David Osmond is going to be there. It's my uh, my understanding that Ryan Hamilton uh, mm. is is going to be there or was invited to come. I, I don't know. I think there was a conflict on the schedule. Um, and I'm going to be there. And I think I take those guys in an ice cream eating contest that fast. I mean, I'm thinking of the people you just discussed. You are a very heavy favorite in multiple ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting that you would use the word disgust uh, during this conversation. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program.